Okay. All right, let's get started. Yesterday was Tav Ayin Dalit. Today's Ayin Hey, we're going to do a review of yesterday's Tav Get to today's. Have in mind that our learning should be discussed for all Yidin and Eretz Yisrael and all over the world. They should be safe. And also the Chayalim should accomplish their goals. And Ezrachim. Ezrachim, all the citizens. Well, I said everybody. 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 Oh, oh, all Yidin. No, the maximum you die. Okay. Yeah. Um, and also, um, have a mind, it's called and also Rufus Lema for Adas Basronia in the Stvora. What? Yeah. He had a name. Yisachar Berish. Ben. Atari Yehudas. Rachanimal, it's his third day today. Rachanimal, oh yeah, right. Oh yeah. So that's Zachai right. Ben Sarpanina. Ben Sarpanina. Okay. Oh, amen, amen. Amen, amen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Are you leaving? Yeah, go back home. Not. He's here for Shabbos. He's gonna miss after Shabbos. After it. Shabbos. All right, Rabbi. So let's get started. Yesterday, Daf Ayin Dalid. We're doing a review of yesterday's Daf. Um, so we talked we talked about a balmakach, somebody who's selling something, and the two buyers are arguing. It's an example of a shnei moichsim metalis, when it was a sale situation. Each one saying, I'm the one who bought it. The other one says, no, I'm the real one who bought it. Mm-hmm. Um, if uh, So the owner is able to say, I sold to him, not him. Um, and that's provided that he didn't let go yet. He'd still it by him then he can say that the sale was agreed upon to one, not the other. One, we see who he got the money from. He got money from both. One gave it to him and he accepted it willfully. The other one gave it to him against his will. And it's not known who was the one was which way. Um, that's the case of where the believability, again, it's a limited believability on the seller. Similarly, we have a believability of a judge regarding his judgment. Um, where they say this one I uh, agreed to, um, and this one, uh, you know, this one won the case, this one lost the case. That's only if the baladinim are still there. Once the baladinim leave, so he doesn't have the same believability. That once they're out the door, it's out of sight, out of mind. Now, uh, why don't we see who is holding the writ of uh, the, the? They usually write up the case and give you that you have a right to collect. So. Um, it got torn. Um, why not rejudge the case? We're talking about a case where it's not based on facts anymore. It's just based on intuition of the judge, and therefore we don't redo such a case. Um, the, we saw from Rav Nachman that uh, as far as a Bukhar is concerned, there are three individuals that have a believability, albeit differently. The Chaya, the mother, and the father. And the Chaya, her believability is only in the birthing room, Birthing ward, she defines it. If she never, as long as she never left, that's right away. The mother is for the first seven days, and the father is for the rest of the time. He can just say that this my son is my bchor or not my bchor. Well, on that basis, 
So um, review this says, maybe you could extend it and say that he's also believed to say, uh, this is my son, he's a Ben Gerusha or Ben Chalutza. Chum disagree. They say the believability is special to Bukhar, and he doesn't have a believability to describe any other status regarding his son. Um, we saw in the Mishnah that I have a show called the Shtuki of Biduki. What does that mean? So it actually has a lachic significance. It's not just a name. What that means is that we check the mother, and if the mother says, um, is willing to go forth and say, I, I, um, I was I, the father of this child, is somebody who's kosher, so then we'll believe her, and then it's no longer a Shtuki. We trust the mother's statement. Um, so the Gemara says that's basically Rabbi Gamliel, uh, uh, Gamliel's opinion. Um, and we saw that already. So why would he be, what is he teaching me no more than what we already saw with Rabbi Gamliel's opinion? Just say, I pass him like Rabbi Gamliel. Um, they, um, so the first iteration is that we thought that Rabbi Yudh said the name that Allah is like Rabbi Gamliel. So first we thought that Rabbi Shol is, there's two level, levels. When a person, when the woman is describing who she had relations with, she could, it, it affects both her status, because if somebody puzzled, then it makes her unfit to marry a Kohen, and it also affects the child's status. So maybe Rabbi Gamliel is talking about her status, and Abishal is talking about the child's status. But there's an opinion that says that a maksha is maksha bebita, so that, that therefore Rabbi Gamliel was talking about both her and her child's status. So then what's Abishal adding on? Abishal's chiddush is over and above Rabbi Gamliel, is that maybe that was only in the case what Rab, what uh, Rabbi Gamliel was talking about where she was a single woman. Most people are mutter Um Here we're talking about even a betrothed woman where there's really only one person that even is no is not mutter but would not make this child a mamzer. Still, um, she would be believed to say that it's from him. So that's the chiddush of Abishol. And Rabbi says we pass in effect like Abishol that uh, we that a shtuki is a beduki, meaning if she's willing to tell us the information, if she's there and available to tell us the information, then we, then we would believe it if she says it. Anyone who's asr lava bakal is mutter lava Um That's what the Mishnah says, and uh, Rabbi Yudha says not. Okay, Very difficult Mishnah. We'll see in the Gemara. Mm-hmm. Rabbi Lezer says, Depends. If it's a vaday to a vaday, that's okay. If it's a suffix to a vaday or a vaday to a suffix or a suffix to another suffix, that's not allowed. And the sveikos are stuki and sufi kuti. Okay, so what does that mean? Kala, sur, love, bakal. What does that even mean? If we're talking about a mamzer and a nasin and a stuki and a sufi and we're saying they all can marry each other, so didn't we already learn that in the ratio? That's what we talked about. That was the first Mishnah. So what's this adding on? Um, and also, what does it mean, Rabbi Yudha Zoyser? Is he going on Vadam Misveka? And that's what Rabbi Lazar says. Uh, Rabbi Lazar's sheeta is that only Avadi Bevada and not the other ones. Uh, Suffolk is still a doubt. Maybe he's not a Shtuki, so he gets the stringencies on both sides. Maybe he's a regular kosher Yisrael, so he can't marry uh, Mamzer. Maybe he's not a kosher, so therefore he can't marry Yisrael. And maybe this one is and that one's not, so they can't marry each other either. So the Shtukis and the Sufis are really have very limited. Uh, marriage ability. Okay, they can only marry somebody who both Yisrael and a Mamzer would be allowed to marry. Anyway, so obviously the fact that it's Rabbi Lezer says that Rabbi Yudah is not saying that. And what are you going to say? Rabbi Yudah says that these Asrin and Gerbe Mamzeres. 
he's not talking about a Gemara Mitzvah. It says Asur in love of Bekal. Asur in love of Bekal. A Ger is not an Asur in love of Bekal. So, um, so Rav Yudah says that what's going on over here is that um, anybody who doesn't mean love of Bekal Yisrael, but Asur call Asur in love of Bekal Kahuna, meaning Agiores, who's less than three years and a day. She converted under age three, so therefore she's clearly a virgin by definition. And still, she's not allowed to marry a Kohen, um, but she is allowed to marry um, um, these uh, uh, moms or, or whatnot. And uh, this is not like Rup Shem Bayichoy, who, um, who says that, um, that uh, Gioris under the age of three is allowed to marry a Kohen. So the Gemara says, why you make it not fit with Rabbi Shemayichai? Maybe you should make it fit with Rabbi Shemayichai. So we're talking about a, a Gioris who's above age three in the day. So the Gemara says, that wouldn't fit in because then it would be mashma only if she's above three in a day. But if she's less than that, so then she's mutter love at Bekal Kauna, then you're going to say she's not allowed to marry a Mamzer. Why should that make a difference? Um, uh, it's a mutter love of a and also mutter love of a so it doesn't fit the, the rule if it would be going like Rosh Hashanah so obviously it doesn't fit we're not going with him so now the Gemara says this rule basically if you can't marry a Kohen then you're allowed to marry these so there's a lot of problems with that first of all what you can, there's a lot of people who can't marry Kohanim and certainly are not allowed to marry Mamzer either uh, what about Almano Grusha a Chalala or a Zona they're all Asr Lava Bekal Kauna, but they're also Asr Lava uh, to marry a Mamzeris. What? A Mana can't marry a Kohen Gadol. A Gadol. That's just right. But oh. the point being is is that uh, we're just bringing off the... We're just... Like, yeah, we're just pulling the whole list. But the point <laughs> being is is that none of those people are going to be allowed to marry a Mamzer just because they're a Grusha who can't marry Kohen. So the rule doesn't really seem to be working very well. That's the problem. Okay, and also it sounds like that if they're mutter um, to marry a Kohen, then they're Asr. What about a Ger that's mutter to marry a Kehenes? And it's also mutter to marry a Mamzeres. So the rule is not working. So we have to another. So we have to have a second try. So what's the second try? Rav Nasser says that if the Kohen is not allowed to marry this person's daughter, what is that? Meaning if the parents are both converts, where he's not allowed to marry the daughter of where if the father's a Gera, who marries a Gilras, like uh, uh, like uh, and that's according to Shitas Rebliyazer and Yaakov. So then um, they're 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 allowed to marry um, uh, marry um, Mamzerim. Why? Because they're Gerim. Gerim are allowed to marry Mamzerim. So the Gemara says that rule also doesn't work. Because anyone who can't marry the daughter is Mutter Lava Yusabizak can marry Mamzerim and the rest of the list, Shtuki and Asufi. What about a Chala that marries a Basisro? Um, Kohen's not allowed to marry the daughter because we're assuming the daughter is a Chalala. And uh, also, obviously, not allowed to marry Mamzerim. So the Gemara says, you're right, but that's not true because we're going like Rav Dostoy where the coin would be allowed to marry the daughter, because Rabbi Stoyvenu is the one who says that when a when a when a cholo marries a bas Yisrael, their daughter it's is not, allowed to marry a kohen because yeah. there's nothing wrong, Spell right? It's it it cleans the it's like a mm-hmm. mikveh taira. That's what Rabbi Stoyvenu says. Still, what about a cholo that marries a chalala, where the coin is usher to marry the daughter, and of course they're not allowed to marry uh, Mamzerim. So, furthermore, um, somebody who's mutter is Asr. What about a ger 
that marries a Bas Yisrael. And the Kohen is allowed to marry his daughter, and it's still Mutter Lovis of Isaiah. Can marry a kid that care, can marry a Mamzer. So, so rather, Rav Nachman, so we have another trying. Rav Nachman says, the name of Rabbi Ravua. We're talking about a, the machlokas is what qualifies as a mamzer. Mamzer mechoisai or mamzer meishasish. Mamzer mechoisai indicates that anybody from kares and up is uh, it produces a mamzer. Um, the level of severity of the iser was kares or higher. Eishasish um, means that it has to be misas bezdin. Tanakama holds that even a mamzer mechoisa is a mamzer, and therefore is allowed to marry. Rabbi Yudha says, no, only Eishasish is a mamzer, and therefore if it's mechoso, so he's not allowed to marry mamzerim. That's what it means, Rabbi Yudha Oser. So the Gemara says, isn't that a straight-up Mishnah? What's the definition of a mamzer? The Rabbi Kiva says, anytime there's a lav involved, any negative prohibition, the child will be a mamzer. Shimon Atimani says, anytime you kares, or more severe, and that's the halacha. And then we have Rabbi Shua says, it has to be Mises Besan. So that's, what, what is the Chiddush here? So back to square one, Rabbi says, you know what's going on over here? We're talking about a ger ammonium avi, convert from ammonium av. And that's what's going on over here. And it's saying like this, that anybody who's also loved Bekal, what does that mean, a Garamonium Mavi? Because they're not allowed to marry regular Yisraelim. That's what means also loved Bekal. They're allowed to marry Zebezeh. Uh, so the Gemara says, why is Rabbi Yudha say it's not true? So the Gemara says, no, it's not saying that Rabbi Yudha said not true. Even though Rabbi Yudha answers that a Ger cannot marry a Mamzeris, that's only true by a regular convert. But by a convert that's an Afro Ma'amun Moav, since they're not allowed to marry Yisrael, therefore they are an exception and would be allowed to marry Mamzerim. And that's the whole point, and that is the review of yesterday's thought. That's where we got up to.